Hello, I'm Abigail Williams, and this is one of a series of 10 podcasts on the history of the 18th century. In this one, I'm going to be talking about writing about war, focusing on one of the most celebrated poems of the early 18th century, a poem called The Campaign by Joseph Addison. Addison was most famous as the editor of the periodicals The Tatler and The Spectator, but he wrote this poem before he'd done either of those things, and it was effectively his passport to literary fame. The poem was written to celebrate the Duke of Marlborough's recent victory at Blenheim in 1704, one of the great battles of the War of the Spanish Succession, and for which Marlborough was rewarded with the building of Blenheim Palace. The campaign is patriotic, jingoistic and pretty bloodthirsty. It represents a kind of war poetry which was very popular in the 18th century, but is little read or liked today. I think it's interesting because it reminds us of the fact that tastes have changed, that one era's idea of great or moving verse is not necessarily shared by another. Neither Addison nor many of the readers of his poem would have had much direct experience of the massive European conflict he was writing about. They had newspaper reports describing battles, but these were often slightly out of date and pretty limited in description. They tended to emphasise the strategic elements of the battle. They were detached accounts of military engagement. 18th century audiences had none of the TV camera reportage through which war is made present for modern audiences. So part of the role of this poem is to create an armchair battle spectacle for those at home to bring it to life. Addison doesn't shirk from the blood and guts of battle in his poem. He talks triumphantly of seas of blood, promiscuous carnage, horses floating in gore, and mountains of slain. This is all quite different from 20th and 21st century British war poetry. This isn't like Rupert Brooke and First World War Poets, an elegiac, resigned poetry of suffering. This is a full-on, flag-waving act of patriotism. As Addison sees it, war is beautiful and ennobling, not something to be ashamed or regretful about. And that was an important part of the way conflict was seen in this period, particularly in this decade, which saw England involved in large-scale continental warfare on an unprecedented level. The Duke of Marlborough's victories in the War of the Spanish Succession were to be commemorated with pride for decades to come. This poem was to be remembered for decades. It reappears over and over again in miscellany collections, often appearing as an extract. The section most commonly anthologised was the bit where Addison describes the Duke of Marlborough amid all the chaos and destruction of the battlefield a quiet centre at the heart of the storm. So when an angel by divine command with rising tempest shakes a guilty land such as of late o'er pale Britannia passed, calm and serene he drives the furious blast and, pleased the Almighty's orders to perform, rides in the whirlwind and directs the storm. In the Tatler, his friend Steele used this passage as the greatest example of the sublime style, citing the opinion of a man who claimed that, though he ran through many instances of sublimity from the ancient writers, he knew of no other occasion wherein the true greatness of soul 
which animates a general inaction, is so well represented. I think the reason why this bit of poetry was so successful was because it suggested control amid the chaos, a heroic transcendence of the dirt, blood and noise of battle. Is this still a sublime moment for us? Is there room for a celebration of military leadership and the gore of the battlefield in the early 21st century? I'm not sure, but it seems important to recognise that the dominant themes of war poetry as we see it today, elegy, sacrifice and suffering, were not what Addison's readers wanted. What they wanted was images of heroes in their finest hour, defeating their nameless enemies in a mighty conflict which surpassed classical epic. Blood and slaughter were an essential part of this picture and would be for many decades to come.